0: You're listening to Two Pauls and a Pod.
1: I'm Paul Merriman. And
0: I'm Paul Reed. Okay, today we're very excited um, to have Kaz Mooney from uh, Irish Budgeting is her Instagram handle. And um, we're going to talk about budgeting everything... Budgeting terms, <laughs> which I'm very uh, interested in and also kind of nervous about, and of course, um, uh, we have like one of Ireland's um, I don't know best financial planners around. I think. In Thanks, all. Paul. Yeah, that's,
1: a, that's a neutral. That.
0: <laughs> no worries. And uh, I'm really excited by this. I've had a lot of people ask me questions to to put to you
1: and all that kind of stuff. So um, let's kick it off. Great, great. Oh course, Paul, guys. I'm delighted to have you here today because I've always believed that um, when people come to me for financial planning advice. The budget is actually the most important part, isn't it? Yeah. I think people get that wrong. So I'm going to have a chat with you about that and about budgeting and how it fits into financial planning and people's lives. But before we do that, can you give us a background on you and how you got to this point? Because you've exploded on Instagram. You've got a new book out. Uh, You know, everyone's talking about you. You know, you're literally everywhere uh, from radio shows to TV shows. Um, So, yeah, give us a bit of kind of backstory about how you became this budging expert, because that's pretty much what you've nailed for yourself.
2: Yeah, it was completely accidental. <laughs>
1: You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Um so I was very young having my uh, first child. I okay. was 20 and um I would say from the get-go we were struggling. Um I lost my job during the recession and um so I became a stay-at-home mom and had two kids and then went Back to education, and we had been struggling that whole time. It was very difficult going back to education. And then, when I started working again, that's when we suddenly had two incomes. Great. So, Um. we had gone from a place of struggling for a long time, and then we were suddenly on two incomes. For the first year or two we were pretty good still very careful with our money and then we had that lifestyle creep where yes. just out of nowhere the we just realized we were back in that paycheck to paycheck mm. we thought we were doing okay because we booked a holiday and were able to pay for it booked another holiday we're able to pay for it but went on the holiday put all of our spending on a credit card mm. and i I remember coming back on the plane and saying to my husband like that was a brilliant holiday wasn't it <laughs> and uh, he said yeah it was um, small problem we have quite a large credit card bill now he's looking on his phone it wasn't on my phone okay. and uh, he's like yeah we've like a four grand credit card now
3: okay and
2: we had quite a high um amount we to pay each month because we had it hiked up i think it was 70 percent and my husband's now going we're gonna have to change that
1: (laughs) (laughs) going to get wiped out as soon as you get off the plane
2: so um that was the end of 2018 and we kind of took a bit of control of that credit card, but we still weren't seeing a massive difference. We were looking on um, all the housing websites and we could see there was very few places to rent in our area. I mean, you're talking like two-bed apartments Mm. and we're looking at our kids and our dog and our cat and we're thinking how is this going to work and that's when we were like look we need to do something if we're ever going to own our own home so that's when we decided to embark on a low spend year um, for the whole of 2019.
0: Wow. And did you sit down together at, at the kitchen table whatever and go, okay, how are we going to do this? And Literally, yeah.
2: Yeah, so me and my husband um, had a big long chat about it. We both knew we had to do something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, then we we came to the kids and said, like, we want to do this low spend year. Yeah. And um, we explained to them that it was going to be from January till December. So no matter what, No matter how hard the year would be, um, we were going to be just doing it for that length of time, even if we didn't reach our goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And yeah, we were all on board then for the whole year.
0: And um, what age were the kids then in 2018? Uh, how many kids do you have?
2: I have three now. Okay. So I had um, one during the pandemic, wow. um, but at the time I only had two and okay. they would have been 10 and eight Okay. at that time. So yeah. they,
0: they were okay with that? They, they got on board in terms of a family plan and...
2: It- in we the, had to set in the right light. It was very much about keeping it positive yeah. and explaining to them that that year, instead of it being a really difficult year as a family, we were going to try and do the most that year we could. Yeah, great. Yeah, so yeah. make it a lot of fun, a lot of activities, but for not spending too much.
1: Very mm. good. Do you know what's screaming at me here? This is so, you know, it's to, to, top class in that. It starts off with a discussion with parents yeah. as an a relationship a lot of people I find don't talk about money first of all so the yeah. first thing that's happened here is there's a conversation right we need to do this together we're in it together and then bringing the kids in because kids kind of have their money habits obviously from their parents but at the time they're 7 or 8 so the fact the kids were 10 and 8 you know, to, to distill this type of financial influence into them but that it's age amazing. is just phenomenal. Yeah, uh, And trying to make it a year when it's not all about money, it's about the experiences as a family yeah. and all that type of thing. Um, so straight away, that's excellent. One other thing you said there, Kaz, I, I love was this lifestyle creep because the amount of people that I see through my career that they get a promotion, you know, they get a the new job or they go self-employed and they end up making more money. But as soon as they make more money, they get the bigger car loan uh, or they move to the bigger house mm. uh, or they automatically start buying more expensive handbags or watches, etc. So your lifestyle creeps, uh, you know, up with your income and therefore you don't have any extra income. So yeah, yeah, you're yeah. in the same financial situation at the end of every month, even though you might've got a 10, 15, 20 grand pay rise or even a three grand pay rise, whatever it is. Mm. Um, so so you, you've mentioned kind of three or four really, really cool things there for listeners to, to really keep an eye on. But it's the biggest one has to be... Sorry, it's just hard to resist that creep, isn't it? I mean... It yeah. is. There's nothing wrong with the creep eater. depends on what... It, that sounded weird. <laughs> 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 there's nothing wrong with being a creep no. <laughs> Been a
0: creep there's for no, years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have. That's Paul Reed declaring he's a creep. No. no, but... No, what I mean by that is that there's nothing wrong with the lifestyle of creep in that, it, you know, it's important to enjoy your money. It's important to j- enjoy your lifestyle and mm. yeah, got the car or get the, you know, whatever, but making sure that it doesn't naturally match. So if you've come home with an extra 400 quid a month after tax with a, a pay rise, don't go and get an extra 400 quid car loan, maybe get an mm. extra 100 quid or 200, always leave yourself that surplus so you can enjoy that piece of money, isn't it
3: really?
2: Yeah. And I think it's really common, especially in the workplace, because you're seeing colleagues like do different things with their money and they didn't necessarily have family as well. A
1: hundred percent. You're kind of comparing yourself yeah. to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like I always say for personal finance but never like everyone's different with money. So you yeah. can never judge what your colleagues doing because they're going to made up differently aren't they? Mm-hmm. So like I said they might not have kids they might have no mortgage they might be still living at home uh, Yeah, it, it, it's Keeping up with the Joneses. Really? It's trying not to trying to keep yeah. away from that.
0: And in terms of just spreading uh, that message when you went onto Instagram and or, or how did you start on Instagram, TikTok, or
2: so um when I had my third, I um took extended maternity leave and then I kind of realized that I wasn't going to be able to afford childcare um for an under one year old. Mm. So I decided to take a year's break and My whole Instagram started out just uh, sharing our own um, journey with a single income. Yeah. And I did not expect to ever put a face to my Instagram. I was going
0: to ask that. (laughs) Is that true at start? You didn't, it wasn't, you didn't put yourself on it. It was just... No. advice kind of just thrown out there for other people?
2: Yeah, I had my budget book as my picture in the beginning. Um, and your
1: hands
0: made yeah. an appearance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was um, definitely not what I expected. And even before I started sharing, um, I, I spoke to other pages and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And originally I was going to just show my face on YouTube. Mm. I don't know why. I just thought that that was safer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cozier, um but then when I started hearing about people's own stories and their own finances I started realizing that there was a bit of a community building and it felt kind of disingenuous to not like show people who I was and put like a face to the name so I started off just in stories and I look back at those four stories and I'm like what was what Did was you do like- a slow
0: reveal, <laughs> like
2: you would just tilt the camera up and go? D-d-d-d. No, I literally <laughs> immediately show my. Okay, heads. right. Um, but yeah, no, I was I was kind of worried about doing it first, and it was it's funny because when I started my page, reels started um becoming mm. a big thing, so I just went straight into videos. So my stories and my main page became very similar, and then, um, I suppose I've gone more relaxed on stories mm. now. Um, but yeah, it's it's very strange. It's not exactly what I was planning at all.
1: No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. That's that, that, that's that's the way successful pages are built because you're not building them to to be a business or building to be successful. I always yeah. find that on Instagram. You know, yeah. even when we started to Ask Paul, we started as Paul. There was no consultations. There was not. No, there was nothing we were just trying to give advice because I was sick of people you know not knowing what yeah. a tracker mortgage mm-hmm. is a mortgage is what they should be doing with various products it was purely information and it yeah. blew from there because we weren't trying to be commercial it comes from I mean, an honest a, place exactly and I think I have right it, and I think you're very honest guys and friends I was listening to this podcast and wants to start an Instagram whether it's for budgeting yep. or finance or whether it's for fashion or whatever it is If you try and keep it as real as possible for yourself, you're Mm -hmm. probably going to be successful. But as soon as you sit down with a business plan to get to (laughs) 130,000 followers by X date, you're fucked. You're not going to get there because you've already failed because you're not doing it for the right reason. Uh, So I think that's what the beauty of your page has been as being purely for the right reason. Uh, And the con, sorry. Plus the content's excellent the five euro budget I still look at the five euro budget yeah, in the meals uh, and uh, yeah it, it, it's, it's such cool content for people like you know And yeah just on a nerdy point
0: of view from my own Instagram account Paolo, Paolo Rito and... Instagram. <laughs> Do you, you did all the edits as well did you learn like did you how did you learn all that stuff did Yeah. just
2: um, I don't know. It just, it it was trial and error. And, um, yeah, I, I just would sit down and do it. Um, I was doing YouTube videos, which I've kind of pulled back from a bit now. Um, but yeah, much easier in a way to edit Instagrams because
3: yeah. they're much quicker. Yeah. Guys,
1: yeah, you mind me asking, before we get into the to budgeting, because I know a lot of people listen to this, be kind of, come on, let's get to this. Let, I need to know about budgeting and I want to learn more about this, which we're going to get to in a couple of seconds. How do you find the personal stories? One thing I always struck up with was people insta- mm-hmm. DM me. Um, uh, sorry, I love people DM me, love helping people. And that's really what the brands we build on, same as you. Uh, but it is hard when you get sucked yeah. into it, isn't it? And you're trying, like, that's, that. how do you cope with that? Because...
2: Yeah, I struggle for sure. Especially if it's, um, there'll be some stories that just really hit you. Like um, there's some I still think of to this day. There was a lady who left her husband who was in a very abusive relationship and needed that advice to kind of get some financial independence.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and then there will be stories as well of just people struggling day to day, even to send the kids to school Mm. and it will just kind of hit you sometimes. And, um, there's sometimes you can't necessarily do a massive amount for that person. I, I, I always say to them, look, I don't deal with one-to-ones. Um, you know, I'm here to give you whatever advice that helped me and, you know, you may have to get help.
1: Help somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, one thing, one thing from Instagram point of view, and for your, for your page, and I think just mentioned there that 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 person is that not those five euro videos. Mm-hmm. You, you can never understand when you're creating content the impact it's going to have to some people. But it's a yeah. it, it, that's the other good side of it, though. Yeah. When you get great feedback when someone goes, "Wow." You change my life or you. Help me with this. Or you help me with that. So it's 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 a seesaw, isn't really Instagram, but yeah. those stories, and those DMs, where some people are reaching out for help and they can really play in your mind, going to better times, and yeah. you're thinking about them for days or weeks and helping support them. But then other people. Or DM account this is amazing I got my debt cleared off or yeah. I bought my first house or and then you so it's the emotional thing of being involved in it it's cool isn't it it
2: is it is crazy it's crazy because you'll hear some amazing stories like people's lives being changed mm. and that's just mad because I'm there filming a video in my kitchen yeah. and I'm just like during that moment you never expect that no. impact from that video um, I don't know a lot of the time I think I'm talking to about Three or four people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but that's and good, I think. I think that's nice. It's intimate then in yeah. how you're approaching it. And that feels that way because ultimately, when I watch your videos, it's, uh, you are just talking to me in a sense, yeah. you know. So
3: that's yeah. A nice. Yeah, kind of it's it a good way to. It's yeah, the, the same with yourself, Paul, But you, like,
1: you don't realize the impact you're having. Though, as you're saying, it's, yeah. it's mad, isn't it? When you, yeah. when you do video, it, do you find then you're creating content then as well? Sorry, you know, I'm going down a kind of rabbit hole no, no, here because no. I love it. But do you find that the more effort you put into your content, it does quite crap online, yeah. and then the, yeah. the stuff you do very quickly yeah. blows up absolutely, yeah.
2: and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could have planned something for ages, be really excited, this yeah. is going to do really well, and yeah, no, it doesn't do great. But again, at
1: all. it goes back to that point, Kaz, about which sometimes <laughs> was the content that that comes just from the heart or the soul yeah. or the quick thing or the quick tip yeah. you put out that actually Instinct does the best. And, yeah, it does the best online because mm-hmm. it hits with the person watching it that it's not scripted or it's not. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not a what you call it efficient to get more likes or something. Not yeah. that you do that or I do it, but it yeah. can come across sometimes when you're scripting stuff that it's scripted. Yeah. Uh but yeah, when you do them off the cuff you're doing a story quickly and it just blows up. Just yeah. on, that,
0: on what's the kind of story that you might remember for, early on or not that from Instagram
1: that you got a message from someone or, or like... oh yeah the, the biggest one is is the, the kind of life change where people say change the, the, the big one's probably probably recently it's been fixing because we told people two years ago to fix the mortgage before the European Central Bank went up yeah. and that's been the biggest win for us and that from a for, when I say for most is that we didn't get business from we didn't do the mortgages they, they fix them with their own bank which is fine Um but People DM going, "Well, I'm on two percent fixed or 1.9 percent fixed there or 2.3 percent," and they feel like they're a financial champion because they talk. Yeah, yeah. And like that to me is That's- just. Clah, like that gives me a buzz. But remember, I think I said this in a previous podcast as well. I remember a guy being in for a financial planning consultation um, and he was working his arse off to try and support his family. His his partner was staying home with two kids, in an apartment. He was working in a pharma company and he came in for a financial planning consultation to try and buy a house. And he bawled crying in our boardroom because he didn't realize how financial security actually were until oh, he'd seen geez, it on a financial the plan mm. yeah. and the relief. And it actually was nothing to do with me, is his company pension that he was in. He didn't understand his company pension. The company pension he was in was going to have about 750 grand in it by 65 because it was an amazing pension. Wow. But he didn't understand what an amazing pension was. He just knew he was out and rolled into the pension plan. And he was working nights, he was working shifts, he was doing... I mean, I've never... I can still remember the stress in the guy. And when he's seen the financial plan, he bald crying because he realised that he was doing a good job only then. there wasn't me doing anything. Yeah, yeah. The system did it and the employer... Like a, no, but just showed a, him. But we showed him. Yeah. And that, that will always... Till, till possibly... Till, till, you know... Never forget that consultation, wow. that guy, the relief that he just felt... I'm not going to... This is not going to sound mean... But he just felt so, like, probably not saying worthless, but he was under so much pressure. He felt that he couldn't get a house Mm. because of a single income. He felt that he was working, he was getting nowhere for his family. But when he seen the bigger picture, he realized how good of a job he was doing. That's fucking class. I know it was just class. Mean, yeah, that's yeah. So, and it's not, funny enough, it's not the guy that has a couple of million in pension or the guy that has a mm-hmm. the, the, the big investment account with us or, um, and then the other ones are, you know, unfortunately when someone has an income protection claim and they have to the claim, they have their income is amazing or when somebody unfortunately pass away and you're giving out checks to yeah. family, you know, they're obviously shit situations but you feel great that you put those financial plans in place for them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, there are yeah. a few of mine, but yeah. uh, it is cool. It, it, it is it is cool the majority of the it. time. But it's the stories I get on Instagram, cars are the ones that kind of, kind not saying haunt me, but they're tough to deal with.
2: Yeah, especially if it's late at night and you know that they're not going to sleep that night. They're yeah. thinking of it. Mm. Um, it. It's difficult for sure. Like, yeah, nothing, nothing can mm. make that better in some ways, but the wins really do help, mm. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, so I suppose from a budgeting point of view, wait, what listeners are probably uh, are still, still hanging on for... Um... Let's go back to your year then. So your, your low spend year. I like the way you call it low spend rather than no spend. I know a lot of people talk about no spend, which I think is a little bit of a trick because it's hard not to not spend money. Yeah. You can't say we're having a no spend day, but we're only spending on essentials because you're mm-hmm. still spending money. But uh, talk us through what you learned in that year and what you've brought into Instagram and into people that follow you because it's obviously been massively successful. So what's yeah. your biggest tips or what did you really learn during that year?
2: So we learned to start putting money towards the financial goals at the start right when you're paid rather than wait until the end. Yeah. We were doing the typical thing before going, we'll wait till the end of the paycheck and see what's left and we'll throw that yeah. towards our goals. And there'd never be anything left because yeah. you'd see a certain number in your bank account and then a nice pair of shoes on sale.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um. So no, we started kind of realizing that we were going the wrong order. Um, And so we kind of accidentally started to realize that you had to budget your money um, because once you start putting a certain amount towards goals, you need to know how much you need to put towards those goals. Like how much is your baseline? So what do you need just to pay the bills? What do you need just to feed your family? So that's kind of the lessons we started to learn that year. And then we started to learn about trying to make more money because, we kind of made it a competition. So each month we would try it. we had um we wanted to put at least a thousand towards saving for our first home each month. But then yeah. as the year went on, we We'd go over that sometimes. So I kind of wanted to beat that each month. I mean, we had one month and I think we had two and a half grand go towards. um, And that was a lot for us. We were on quite modest incomes and it was really trying to find any way we could to get any extra money towards that goal, Um, especially as mid that year, we actually got told um, from our landlord that they were selling the house. Um, in April, <laughs> and it was the most shocking phone call because to hear you're working towards something and then hear that like you could be you know in trouble that you won't reach yeah, that goal. Yeah. Um, now, luckily, they did hold on and wait to put the house in the market after we we uh, reached our goal.
3: Okay.
2: Um, but it was yeah a quick trip to um find out if we could get a mortgage That's and all of right. that. Um. And yes, yeah, so we, we ended up getting the keys for our first home then in October that year.
1: Wow. Wow. That's amazing. The, the one thing I like about this though was, sorry, look like about it, it was a horror story for you at the time, is that no plan goes without being interrupted, mm-hmm. does it? You know, no. so you can have the best plan in the world starting from January to December. I think people, when you start off in a budgeting journey or any type of financial journey, it's really important to try and protect yourself against the pitfalls or know they're going to come yeah. and not let them knock you back. He, uh, it's like anything is it yeah. uh, what you plan on life if, yeah. something's yeah. gonna come as a curveball yeah your curveball was something that you turned into a big positive by getting the keys like if that curveball hadn't happened you would have been renting probably till the december wouldn't yeah, you told. yeah yeah you so, so you th- th- something yeah
3: yeah it's
2: yeah it yeah,
1: you, you, <laughs> turned it into a positive for you yeah yeah which yeah, is great for sure yeah but i think i think anybody listening that's trying to start a financial journey again whether it's budgeting or you know investing for the first time whatever you're trying to do is is, is, is really remember that something's gonna come you know, it's going to be the unexpected mm-hmm. thing. When you were budgeting casual, when you get people on Instagram ask you this, do you find that those unexpected expenses, how'd you deal with them? So, let you, obviously, the phone call to the landlord is massive. Yeah. How'd you deal with one of the kids coming home with something to pay for from school that you weren't in the budget? So, how do you plan for the unexpected? Because this, I think, is where people get yeah. tripped up. They stop budgeting. Then they go back to their old ways very quickly. And
2: I think this is the most important thing for you to save for is an emergency fund. Yeah, mm. um, it's it's so underrated. Because that's where you're going to turn towards debt. That's where you're going to start Pick up the taking credit card, yeah, yeah, or t- even taking from uh, savings. Mm. And it's also an emotional thing because once you do that once, then it becomes your default mm. when something happens. So um, yeah, I, I'm massive advocate for an emergency fund. I think it's the first thing you should save for before mm. anything else. Like, don't look at your debt yet, and um, just pay the minimums and start. Chipping away at that emergency fund—it's so important. Yeah. But
1: for anyone uh, that's interested, I always recommend the way you put yours. I always say the credit unions a good place because yeah. it's out of sight, out of mind. The worst place to put your emergency fund—if you say bank or bank of Ireland—don't put your emergency fund in a bank of Ireland deposit account because you can see it every time you yeah. log yeah, into your yeah. banking app it's so easy to kind of go oh I'll use it this weekend yeah, so yeah. I, I, I love the credit union for that point they're on post or somewhere that you don't go every day or see yeah. every day uh, out of sight out of mind for Mersey Fund
0: Did you check in with each other quite often uh, yourself and your husband and just and the kids obviously as well but did you sit down
2: yeah so we would be. Probably... Well, they sent the
1: kids out to work in the coal mines. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. When the what kids bring it in, that's where they got the sort two and a half grand. Yeah, out. yeah.
2: A lot of coal that one. Fair <laughs> play.
1: A lot of coal. Kids <laughs> are still distraught somewhere yeah. in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Mam's yeah. Instagram page is flying. <laughs> I can't breathe from the coal mines. To <laughs> 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 anybody listening, we're messing. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah, we'd be quite unusual. Um we have two separate accounts so we actually budget separately oh, that's um cool. yeah. so we really have to come together and talk about our goals quite regularly because otherwise one could be saving for something completely different
3: yeah.
2: um and so yeah we basically were saving into a credit union together mm. um so it was very much we were obviously going for um a mortgage so we were making sure we were depositing all that money quite regularly and not taking anything out of it. Yeah. And um yeah, we were trying to keep our accounts nice and clean and all of that. Um but yeah, we were both working together and we both basically what we do with our emergency fund is we actually split in half. Mm. And so um we're each able to um access it at any time if we need to. It's not too easy, definitely don't leave in your current account. No, I was saying there. <laughs> yeah, you just looking um, at it
0: going, Why's yeah, not
2: But I yeah, it. I'd be big um on financial independence as well. Mm-hmm. Um even just you mightn't be able to get your your other half that day and and, and you might be in trouble the car yeah, might course. have broken down so um yeah that's that's the way we were budgeting was separately um but together on the same goal
1: that's great wow very good uh, that's really important i wasn't that to be on the uh, to look to one to... of I have always told about this story is the fact that they're doing it together as a couple and I think meantime, the communications what, so. I don't know whether you find this on your Instagram page but a lot of people they don't know we do a lot of corporate talks for companies um, and one of the biggest questions I get asked is how did really they approach this conversation at home so we do a corporate yeah. talk we encourage the employer to record it send to the employees and let the employees then re-watch it with their partner to try and spark a conversation because some people you're lucky Cas, that you can have it that doesn't. conversation Yeah. because a lot of people get married they go into relationships and they don't talk about money fucking ever uh, and then if it and it, sometimes
0: it's one bigger and they a... might
1: follow you or follow me yeah. or ever follow and get a bit of inspiration and yeah. then they don't know how to even bring it up at the table because yeah. it's awkward and yeah. you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, and it's a, it's a shame so I think yeah. it's a testament to, it's a testament to obviously what you've done but as a I think it's great to, to use this as a barrier for anybody that you know wants to talk about finances more with their their other half and yeah. uh, get on the same page it's so important I think it's so important in a relationship.
2: And sometimes it, what really helps in a relationship is to see one of you kind of starting with your budgeting. Because... Um, to start with it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
1: see the other person starting. So st- yeah. seeing
2: the other person starting. Inspiration, basically. Yeah, so like, for example, um, during our low spend year, um, we were both saving, but I was the first one to start budgeting and putting money towards other... Um, financial goals we had hmm. like say um car expenses back to school and things like that and he wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and uh I remember ringing him one time and saying the car's broken down and he said oh god what are we gonna do and I was like well we'll just pay for it we'll just fix it and he was like oh we don't have any money for that like we'll have to pull from our savings and as I said before we were trying to not take from that savings Mm. and uh, I was like no we have that I have been saving and that's when the next paycheck he was like I'm going to start a budget
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, you can can
0: can see it it in real life yeah Yeah, you can
2: see
1: it yeah which is always easier because I suppose talking about emergency funds uh, sinking funds and those other type of things that come up during the year as well so yeah. I always, I remember for years even when I was back in my Irish life days talking to people you are like oh, I can't do it next month because I'm not getting cut on the hop because so say you're starting a pension plan or a savings mm-hmm. or investment accounts I can't do it next month because I, I forgot the kids are going back to school I was like your fucking kids are 12 they've been going to school for 7 years and yeah. they go back every September yeah. this is not a shock yeah. <laughs> uh, or the same with you know birthdays every year anniversaries the holidays yeah. there's so many things that happen in people's years that they know about but they don't think about them in time no. and then when it comes around and I can understand how it feels oh it's September next month I forgot the kids are going back to school I need uniforms I need books I need because just lack of preparation I'm not having to go with yeah, parents yeah. that do that but it, unfortunately it is it's just lack of preparation yeah. so sinking funds what did you use here or what would you recommend to people yes. that you talk to
2: so there's two ways of going uh, towards sinking funds um, you can either put a certain amount each paycheck towards all of your sinking funds or or you can prioritize them. So that's the way I do it. I find it easier to want to save for back to school when I know it's coming six months ahead, yeah. or it's really hard for me to want to save for next year's back to school when they've yeah. just gone through the door. <laughs> um, I'm just not as interested. And I recommend having a max of five to seven at a time because otherwise it's really overwhelming.
1: Yeah. Well, I've seen some people on Instagram recommend like 12, 15, oh, no. 20 what? sinking funds <laughs> yeah. where they're putting a five or a euro. No. You're
2: right. You, yeah, It's too
1: many sp- uh, p- uh, spinning plates, isn't it? You yeah. can't yeah. keep an eye on all of them.
2: Yeah. yeah, and you shouldn't be stro- scrolling for ages looking at different accounts. Like, yeah. uh, You should no. be right in front of you and able to see the balance in each one.
1: Because you mentioned one thing there, which is your you're interested, in. that has to be so important. Yeah. Because it's very easy to say I want to have a sinking fund for next Christmas. Yeah, that'd be great. But you're not gonna have the interest. And if you don't have the interest, you're not gonna succeed. Like anything.
2: Yeah, the inevitable so right, happens, yeah. like you'll have saved maybe a thousand for Christmas, but then you're like, I want to go on holidays.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So prioritise it, but also a yeah, very good point, guys. I like that part of the interest and to make sure that you actually have you know you can hear you can see it you can feel yeah. it you know it's coming around the corner yeah. if it's too long of a plan it's gonna mm-hmm. it's probably gonna fail yeah what's a sinking fund
0: <laughs> 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 Now, what's uh, what do you mean by uh, spinning a lot of plates and stuff like that what
1: uh, is, from a sinking fund point yeah, of you, yeah. okay so so sinking, guys do you you bring Paul through to, uh, the, the sinking fund
2: so a sinking fund is an expense you know is coming for a, a boat <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So i was, sinking five points on a Friday. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're sinking money into a savings plan.
3: Okay.
2: Um, so you're basically saving over a certain length of time towards an expense you know is common. So mm-hmm. say for example, you need to get a load of tires for the car you might put some money um, over the next few paychecks towards that. Um, You might do it over one or two months, depending on how much that um, expense you want is, Mm -hmm. or it might be longer term. So say for example, you have a big family to buy for for Christmas. You want to start saving a bit further in advance for that then. And the beauty is instead of, the month before your entire budget being shot because you put all that money into that and then you're living on beans and rice for the rest of the month. Yeah. Um, you have this really amazing feeling where the money is just sitting there and you just pay it. That's
0: great. The,
1: the way people sometimes do these pauses, I, I think it's a really good idea if you have a Revolut account mm-hmm. uh, because Revolut yeah. has those different vaults and it's easy to set them up. So you can set up, you know, back to school, summer holidays, uh, clearing debt, the emergency fund, you might need to put mm-hmm. one in to start the emergency fund first. So the idea is again, just say it was January and you wanted to save 1200 quid by December, it's 100 quid a month going into your Christmas fund. Mm-hmm. You get the Christmas, you have 1200 quid. So, yeah. but it's, it's about trying to set those multiple accounts up because I think before sinking funds are really kind of popped up from an Instagram point of view over the last four or five years yeah Um. before that people typically would have just had one savings account and tried to save for everything in that savings yeah, account yeah. and it's hard but I think with technology nowadays and the apps and the likes of those yeah Revolut and the likes of N26 yeah. uh, and even if on plus have a new mm-hmm. current account where you yeah. can set the same yeah. jars up the savings jars up uh which is quite cool so yeah if you use them you can set up five or six different jars I think Kaz is spot on here. You don't need 20 of them. Uh, You need five or six of them maybe. And, top priorities so you can see them and have a handle on
0: them you can and see name them have a handle on. you can name even them.
2: put yeah. pictures on a lot of them now like so you're looking at what you're saving for
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh, and it yeah, means yeah. that
2: you're less likely to pull from it
1: yeah 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 because you have a goal in mm-hmm. mind yeah so you Um, so a single phone so guys then just one other thing we mentioned there and you mentioned this a few, few times is your goals I'm a big believer in people writing down their goals whatever mm-hmm. their financial goals might be so it might be something like I oh, always try and break them up short medium and long term so yeah. long term might be retire at 55 or 60 instead of having to work till 70 Clear the mortgage, uh, whatever. Fifty five years of yeah. age, whatever. Those yeah. long term goals are for people and short term goals, uh, clearing debt, whatever. Did you write yours down? What yeah. you do with them? Because you mentioned them a few times. You mind me asking what they were? Not all them, but you know, the home buying a house is obviously the big one. Yeah. Uh, and a lot so, of people, I'm, I'm guessing, listening today are probably going to be, gonna be it, yeah. getting a house, or yeah. you know,
2: yeah. So they change obviously um, as you go along. I kind of do five one year, five year one year and then one month. Um, I'm obviously not a financial planner. <laughs> I'm sure you have much longer term goals.
1: <laughs> we'll be having a chat after this. <laughs> <case>. <laughs> Although you're doing that well, you probably will retire five right so. years <laughs> and have everything nailed in
3: five years. Um,
2: but yeah, I think it's so important because that's where you are trying to get your budget to. And that's where you're going to steer your money. Um, and yeah, I'd be really big. Um, but I only do about 3 so 3 5 years uh, goals 3 1 year goals and 3 1 month goals and the 1 month goals are always to work towards each of the other goals mm-hmm. um originally our goals were um to first clear the credit card completely yeah. then to get the keys of our first home and then to be debt free apart from our mortgage mm-hmm. and we were supposed to do that in a year, and we did it in less than a year for um, buying a house. It's
1: October's so attendance. Yeah. yeah, very good.
2: And then we became debt free last year. Great. Um. So yeah, it, we've that's. So now we're on different goals.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I love, I love about the goals I always say to people is what you, what you, anyone listening to this actually try and do this now if you're driving obviously don't or if you're cycling whatever but when you get home <laughs> uh, wherever you are. <laughs> What you should try and do is open up your calendar in your phone and write down five goals. If you do what Kaz wants to do, so do five years or whatever, two years or one month or whatever it is. So just start writing down goals, save it, uh, and then put it in as a birthday reminder. And this time next year, see where you are. Mm-hmm. And then next year, you're probably, you're hopefully going to have different goals. It's okay for your goals to change every 12 months, every six months as you get mm-hmm. to one goal and achieve it. Uh, the most common goals I've come across are the house mm-hmm. clearing debts basically everything you said i think every single client i've come across in the last 20 years has been pretty much the same now obviously from a financial planner point of view it's going to be more pension stuff for tax and you know more mm-hmm. career kind of building wealth and that type of stuff which is cool but i've always said i've said this podcast many a time before why i was so excited about cas coming today is that no matter what a financial planner can do for you you need to be able to budget Everybody in the country needs to be able to to do a budget and get the payday. There's no point to come and see someone like me and talk talk about wealth and all this type of cool stuff, (laughs) tax and, you know, tax savings and all this stuff without being able to get the payday and without being able to have the basis of a budget in place, which is a 12-month plan or a three-year plan or Mm. a one-month plan. No debt, we always say, make sure before you start an investment account, clear your personal debt and make sure you have an emergency fund in place because there's no point not having an emergency fund. And have a money in the investment account because as soon as something goes wrong, you need the money in the other investment account, and the market might be down. So you're kind of you're, you're going against yourself. Yeah. So I think it's really important from the budget point of view. However, what I will say about budgeting: is every time I talk about budgeting, you'll find this class people automatically think they're going on the money diet. That's yeah. not what a budget is, though.
2: Yeah.
0: That's yeah, why, sorry, Cass, uh, just for me, I'm just on that point, that's why I find it scary to start. Yeah. yeah. To, to even write the goals sometimes, it's a bit too intimidating for myself because, you know, you have in the back of your mind sometimes, will I achieve that? And if I don't, am I, is that a f- considered a failure and all that kind of yeah. stuff? So sorry, I just wanted to jump in on that. And it was after yeah, getting the right. financial advisor dupe, all that, I went out and it was such a relief that I just went, oh shit, now I know how to, now that I've done it, that I've budgeted yeah. at least a small, even a tiny bit. I've actually felt way lighter in myself, yeah. and, and yeah. a bit more conscious of what I was spending and stuff like that. Sorry, and
2: it can take time. I think yes. that's something that a lot of people don't realise. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of people go, "I tried for my last paycheck, and it just didn't work."
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I usually say about three months, and you will start to see small changes. Yeah, that's. Um, great. And and that could be anything. It could be that you were able to, um, you know, still have food. In the fridge mm-hmm. um or it could be that you were able to afford all of your fuel for the car that month yeah. and not have to put it onto a credit card mm. um so it's or sometimes people are dipping into say an overdraft or something like that so it's about um seeing small changes which will become big changes um towards your goals but I think um, the great thing about having a page like I have, and I'm very aware this is a privilege, is I can see that like we're not the only ones. Yeah. Like, And there's so many people struggling everywhere. And it's every profession, it's every lifestyle, um, it's every part of the country. And it's so important when you start out to realize that if you're struggling, you aren't the only one, but the big difference is you're starting to make a change. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, crazy. no, it's it's, it, 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 it's so 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 true um, I suppose for this episode what I'd love to do and this is going to put you on the spot and actually me on the spot to be yeah. fair I just thought about this as we're talking put me in the spot because I don't know what you could be. so I have Paul's finances here we're going to take them out I'm going to go through them and critique them it won't, it won't take
3: long
1: <laughs> no don't worry no, no, I'm not going to do that <laughs> No, what we're going to do is why don't we try and think? Oh, sorry, this is like I said off the cuff. Uh, if I was listening to this episode today, I would like to get some tips. Okay, so I might give a tip, you might give a tip, we might see how how long we can get. Yeah, we yeah. give tips or top tips. So maybe give mm. five top tips each. We'll try not cross over each other. Uh, but I'm going to go first
3: <laughs> to make yeah, it yeah, easy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my big biggest tip when it comes to a uh, to starting a budget or trying to be better with your money, I suppose, is to get a budget and put it down somewhere. So yeah. write down pen and paper, a personal budget planner. You know you've got a really good budgeting book uh, that cause that's available on your on, on your Instagram page, your website as well. I've got a personal budget template for you to download as well. So go wherever you want, get it and start nailing it, and just writing down what's coming into the household on a monthly basis. Don't forget about the social welfare, the kids, children's allowance, all the type of things. Anywhere to hit your account, record it, and then record all your outcomes that's yeah. probably my biggest tip just start doing that first of all
3: mm-hmm. okay.
2: um i would say as well it's really important to know exactly what um your baseline is Great. so really know um exactly where you have what you have to pay for every month and that would go along with your budget of course um that no matter what happens to your income or what happens to your lifestyle this is what i have to pay for every yeah. month
1: Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go, Rob, uh, the emergency fund then after that. So once you have your budget done and you found out what your kind of your cause mm-hmm. is, a monthly basis, your baseline, get your emergency fund set up. So that's yeah. number three.
2: Then I would say you need to set your goals. So see exactly what you're working towards. And this is when you would bring in your partner or your family, whoever you want to include in that conversation, um, especially your partner, if you're both yeah. bringing an income into that um, house.
1: Okay, very good. So, after your goals, <clears throat> excuse me, after your goals, um, I'm going to go with the sinking funds. So, your emergency fund, your goals, then your sinking funds. So, just sit up what you know, your expenses are. So, look at your budget, look at your goals, uh, and then try and prioritize. But obviously, prioritize the things that are important, uh, you know, as in time was.
0: Can I just ask on the goals? Um, I know that obviously the the houses, as you were saying, and, and you know, cleaning your debt is, are major issues, but... Um, would you suggest not being too conservative in your dreams of what you want to put down and stuff Absolutely. Like because a lot of people go I won't get there yet I'll, I'll do the first bit and I'll just do a tiny bit of that and I might get a new car next you know whatever.
2: Yeah don't be afraid I mean as I said when I was saving for uh, my house deposit we were hoping to hit a thousand euro a month yeah. but before we knew it we were beating that. That's brilliant. So um, I think it's important to have your goal and that's and then edit it each month mm-hmm. as you start going along you might have a pay rise you might have an increase um, of incomes from somewhere you might have decreased um, expenses maybe you were mm-hmm. given a company car
3: yeah.
2: Um. so it's totally fine to edit your goals and that's why i recommend having monthly as well
1: yeah
0: yeah that's
1: great very good so back to the sinking goals is my one uh, so get yeah. their sinking and sinking funds in place I would genuinely use Revolut or uh, N26 I wouldn't put all my money in Revolut so you know if you're trying to use say you putting 400 quid towards your sinking funds put your 400 euro into Revolut and split it up into your sinking funds so it was four funds at 100 quid each then put them off or else the on-post app I will mention the on-post app again I think it's quite cool mm-hmm. um, and again you can do a little bit cooler especially if you have kids you can put chores and all yeah. on but the on post is actually quite cool right? maybe in Revolut to keep it uh, Irish as well yeah. Uh, so right. yeah I think that's what the sinking funds
2: then yeah. my next tip would be to start looking at debt if you have debt listing it all and finding out what is the minimum payments on mm-hmm. it all and I would recommend if you've multiple debts there's two different ways to pay them off um, you can pay them by interest which is usually better financially because um, you are clearing the most expensive debt first mm. but emotionally it's often better to clear the smallest debt yeah, first Yeah I think that's the biggest yeah. way
1: to go here is go with the smallest debt yeah. and again I'll always hit the people here when talk talking about debt is that the, the spreadsheet might give you one answer so the spreadsheet's going to say yeah. clear the biggest interest because, yeah. but the spreadsheet doesn't know your Life it doesn't yeah. know your psychological, it doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, I think if you get the quick win out of the way and you get your credit That's card, brilliant. yeah, and you get your so you might have a 10 grand loan with 10% interest and mm-hmm. you have a credit card, one grand, whatever, get the one grand gone ASAP because mm-hmm. you're right, really, psychologically, you're gonna get you feel. Intimidated. Yeah. Something. something's done I've, I've got a goal I've cleared one credit card I've cleared one personal loan yeah. now on to the next one
2: and you get you get the magic of putting that money that you put into the first debt and you're going to now put onto the next debt yeah. Yeah. so you're immediately knocking the next one out and it becomes easier and easier as you go through your debt because yeah. you'll be putting more and more towards it
1: I've got to say from a financial planning go- uh, way here as well go- is that what we're mentioning should be done before anything else finance wise. So, should be. You should be doing this before you fund for your pension. You should be doing this before you have an investment account for your kids. There's no point in trying to secure 65 year old you if 35, 40, 50, whatever age you are today. If you haven't got this shit nailed, <laughs> this yeah. is so important. Yeah. Where I think a lot of people don't do this and then feel great because they have a, a pension fund, they're putting thousands into it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Just stop the pension plan for a couple of months or a couple of years, mm-hmm. nail this, and you'll feel so. Mu- and you put more into your pension, and you feel so much more comfortable. Yeah. So I think sometimes budgeting and this type of advice and type of experience that Kaz brings to the table is sometimes overlooked. Because it's a bit harder work. Yeah. It's not as cool or sexy as maybe building wealth and building mm-hmm. pension funds. And and so, with a pension, it's just kind of in the background. And it is, exactly. Well yeah, it. yeah. But it can seem better because you're investing in stocks and shares. And it just yes. sometimes feels a little bit more, I've got a financial plan. Yeah. yeah. But this is all these things that we're talking about is, is fundamentally. So, more important that you nail these. Even yeah. if it does take a year or two, when you mentioned patience earlier on, yeah. Kaz, and how important this is, nail this first before you move on. And so, at the that I would start looking at a little bit more financial planning then at this stage. I'll be looking at making sure my taxes are in order, making sure I understand my taxes, my pacelift, making sure, you know, if any short term goals are maybe having kids or maternity leave, making sure taxes are in, in play there, and um, maybe looking at, you know, investment accounts for kids, education funds rather than the positive accounts as well as open my financial literacy game yeah uh, and on where i should be putting my money and what i'm trying to do i, I would start looking at that once all that's nailed uh, i think i'd have one eye on the prize yeah. then
2: and then uh, just because my income fluctuates quite mm-hmm. a lot i i suppose i'm freelance in a way um i am extending my emergency fund right now because obviously I don't know if I'll always have yeah. a certain amount of income every month. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that I am covered a bit more than the average emergency fund. So I have Great. that thousand euro and now I'm, I'm boosting it.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, is
1: it? Just on that, the emergency fund should always be a minimum of a thousand. we said that in this podcast yeah. a few times before. But I think if you are self-employed minimum or thousands. free. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're freelancing uh, or anyway self-employed, depending on the strength of your books, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say nudge up towards ten grand if you can, just to make sure you're covering a few months of expenses. Yeah. People that 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 aren't uh, or self Here you go. I spend a grand in a weekend. We told me. um So this is actually not being recorded. This this is an intervention with myself because yeah. you yeah, like your, your family are yeah. outside your family are the door
0: come
3: on in <laughs> mum
2: you've been framed this, yeah
0: this is your financial life <laughs> fucking hell yeah
1: it's not that big of a big red book. I was
0: wondering why you're about giving me eyes the whole time you're just like now you're getting this I'm like it's zone though no I'm joking um, you know I know that's obviously amazing if you can do that and you can put that aside and you have the discipline and also to do that with well, everything yeah. we're talking about but people who are maybe on the dole or don't have a job or are freelance and don't have work or are kind of chopping and changing and um, what's the suggestion there Do you think well there's not it's, it's
1: a minimum 1000 euro Paul so we're saying if you're lucky enough so there's a lot of freelancers that will be listening today that are doing quite well and have got a decent money in their business account their business is mm-hmm. flying there'll be people that don't unfortunately and you're trying to get to that 1000 euro and as Kaz mentioned loads of times patience and try and get there in the next year or two or six months or two months mm-hmm. whatever quickly can get to that 1000 euro right. what I'm talking about and obviously this has been doing quite well as a freelancer so from that kind of point of view is that you should be trying to increase it up towards that 10,000 euro, maybe over two years or three years. It doesn't have yeah. to be today or tomorrow. Um, but as your business is grown, it's keeping an eye on that emergency fund. That's really there should something go wrong. Yeah. Now, obviously, from a financial planning, I've mentioned this time yeah. and time before, the likes of income protection, get tax relief and have an income protection policy there to make sure if you're long-term sick or you're disabled or anything goes wrong, that kicks in. Mm. Um, but the, the 10 grand emergency fund for sole traders or people that are freelancing is supposed to be in case you have, you know, work grows up, economy gets worse, something happens. Yeah. Uh, it's a luxury, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it's something that you really need to consider. And I'd prefer yeah. to see the 10 grand there than 10 grand the pension because yeah, again yeah. if you use Kaz's example what's the point of Kaz having 10 grand at a pension of 65 years if something does go wrong yep. she can't access it yeah. where well, at least the emergency fund the business account with a 10 grand Ready she can yeah. so again it's all very logical so it's just about having those logical conversations and helping people Brilliant. yeah
2: and especially when I have been in a place where we've really struggled hmm. and I just always think like this is a kind of an insurance that we will not be in that place mm. again.
1: Great. Yeah, yeah that's good. There's nothing, nothing like that inspiration because yeah. you don't want to be back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, very good. So guys, we've gone through our kind of our top tips from budgeting point of view with the emergency fund, write it down, your sinking funds, et cetera, et cetera. But give us some kind of real insight. I know people can just go on your Instagram page and see all this, but talk us through what really got you through that year and how you went from saving a grand to two and a half grand in one month, which is just a massive jump. So I know your meals for a fiver are obviously going to go down really well with people and that the video content is great in that as well, by the way. But give us some of those tips.
2: Yeah, so um, we started by cutting certain areas of course to try and get more money towards our financial goals so one area that a lot of people find um is groceries is overspending on the food shop and um we kind of reduced it too much to begin with and found that we were reaching for takeaways
3: Mm. Ah. so we
2: very quickly realized you know we had to reduce it to a spot that was comfortable for our family and um I started learning new tips and ways to stretch that food budget in a way that it wouldn't feel like we were not able to eat like a normal diet and enjoy food um, while still reducing that cost, so we were learning different tips. I learned very re- really quickly how much food is being wasted. So massive, that's something uh, I talk yeah. a lot about. Mass shocking,
0: isn't
1: that it? shocking?
2: Over seven hundred euro a year for the average household I'd say it's more
0: for me.
1: <laughs> Way more for me. I, I, I'm gonna have to put my hands up here and say it's fucking Shocking.
0: I, I buy yeah. three salads and then I look in the freezing. Oven. <laughs>
1: I didn't eat any
2: of that yeah. it looked like soup yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's fine the
2: food that you bought
3: and it's
1: the date has gone you haven't yeah. used it and you realise the day before you were saying there's nothing to eat in the house you yeah. yeah. go get a yeah. curry uh, the, 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 the fridge is actually <laughs> over a flama oh, I know. Uh, yeah it is quite bad are you yeah. good at cooking It are you I, Were you
2: good always? I, my my mum probably taught me growing up. Uh, I didn't do home ec or anything mm. like that. So it's all like from self taught. So Well,
0: I did home ec and I'm crap at it. <laughs> Don't worry about
2: that. I can sell anything though.
1: Yeah. I actually can. I can't. I love that. One of my favorite classes. I
0: love that. I oh,
2: went and did woodwork instead. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: She actually built her house. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: yeah that makes sense. So, guys, so you go back down there. So we're talking about the food is a big thing then. Yeah. You know, you mentioned the the experiences. Did you get away that year? Did you yeah. go away? How did you afford it? What did you spend money on? Any, any kind of tips here for people trying to travel?
2: Yeah, so we actually... Um, stayed in a family home that okay. year, um, so we were able to have free accommodation. Um, I just mentioned this week about um, an idea for free accommodation. That's house swapping. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's where you swap keys with somebody else and wow. you swap homes for the week or the two weeks. Just
1: to say, you're not going to be swapping homes with Cameron Diaz. Like <laughs> What's that. So oh, yeah. you,
3: you never yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The holiday. Yeah, the holiday. Yeah, the holiday. yeah the
1: holiday. You're not going to end up in a fucking pad in LA yeah. it's rebuilt, like, <laughs> with a pool like. You're probably going to end up <laughs> yeah. in some, some place in the back of Longford. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised though, because Ireland is quite, um, you know, wanted to go to, especially because our accommodation costs are very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. a lot of people do want to it's stay in Longford. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was only saying Longford, by the way, because that place, <laughs> uh, Centre Park is in Longford. Yeah, yeah. It's quite cool. So oh, I wasn't okay. slagging Longford yeah, before. Yeah. Already, you lads from Longford started giving me a stick on Longford.
2: <laughs> it's also just in the middle of Ireland. Exactly. Thanks.
1: thanks. Kaz has helped me out here big time. Um, okay. So the house swap a thing is a good idea. If you have any yeah. family abroad, maybe yeah. seeing you get them. Cheap flights gone at weird times rather than the normal traditional times yeah, and trying, exactly. to, trying to keep your costs down as much as possible.
2: Yeah. And you can actually look up flights on uh, Google Flights or Skyscanner and you'll have a good um, idea of the different flight costs often flying on like a Tuesday or Wednesday and even booking on a Tuesday and wednesday gives yeah. you the best deals
0: and to refresh your or to get rid of your cookies and all that stuff go refresh.
2: incognito yeah um Yeah oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah, what yeah. Was that? you go incognito if you have that option on your yeah. browser <laughs> um which you can use for other things but you know <laughs> there's the creep yeah and uh this is, i'm just speaking for the people here <laughs> What, uh, the creepy which, uh, people. <laughs> yeah. All my fellow creeps. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Uh,
1: this is not getting under- <laughs> No, Sorry.
0: Uh,
2: explain.
1: Sorry. The non pair pair of the house. Can you on, please no, explain no, no, no. this? Hold on. <laughs> can you please explain what this means?
2: So you're basically going private. Okay. Private onto Google or whatever search engine yeah. you use. And it means that you can't be um, pinned down. So if you're on, say, Google Flights or if you're on Skyscanner, they yeah. don't know you're in in Ireland and mm. sitting in Dublin for example because that if they, if they
1: do they can give you a different price yes. yeah wow well, yeah.
2: okay, so well, there's to,
0: something I've learned today yeah I always do if, you, if I look and flight to London I go on incognito or I yeah. go on um Sky Scanner kind of sometimes, but yeah, but it, or else I use my dad's laptop and just go, Look, let's have a look at that. And then it just goes. So, you're telling me if I
1: go onto my laptop or onto my iPad mm. and I'm not, I'm not on private settings, okay? Yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't have to be for any other reason. Yeah. But. So, if I'm not on private <laughs> settings and then I go onto my dad's laptop and so say he's on holiday in Spain, we'll get different prices. Yeah,
3: yeah, Boom,
1: fuck off, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, and the interview cafe look was again, great Hold on, <laughs> hold on, I'll Just look around the studio, Claire. Do you know this? Well. Yeah. Shane, do you know about this? <laughs> yeah, you did, yeah. Well, okay, right? yeah,
0: and on the apps as well, if you go on the apps, if you just uh, get rid of, so say you're on the Ryanair or Aer Lingus, I don't care, I'm calling them out. Uh, <laughs> but they're all apps actually. Um, yeah, you just refresh that. It will know that you're looking for flights to London, same thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, if you just get rid of that or if you delete it and then go back on it, it kind of refreshes it. for Well. You. And I get the best seat in every flight when I don't, Book my seat until I literally go to the airport and or the last moment yeah. you can do it, you get the fucking. And
2: actually first class um when you go to book it first and it goes, Do you want to pay to book your seat? Yeah. Um they'll charge you. But when you wait the last minute, they don't charge exactly. you. Exactly.
0: They just want yeah. you in on the seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's oh, how they get you. They're in something new every day. Yeah, um, can we t- can we talk about uh, the book?
2: Yeah, I you're do. an author. <laughs> I know. It's Congratulations! Good. <laughs> it's That's amazing. Just, not, as I
1: must say. I know people say this all the time but like I'm blown away but hats off to you. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. Like I could think of nothing worse. So... Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be able to do it, yeah. No,
1: just it, it's not easy. It'll it's get, not it'll a get, I think because there's so many people producing books these days as well but I think producing your book from your own experience and the budgeting and I know, I genuinely know from the heart it's there to help people and try and do You're not writing books just to sell them and I do yeah. know that. I get that. Yeah, uh, Congratulations. Thank and you, and you know, a fair play to you because you're writing books that, that's going to impact on people's lives and help them and and, and uh Make a massive difference. So, really, congratulations! Thank I'm you. so happy for you. I think it's great. What's it called, Kaz?
2: It's called Kaz Mooney's Budgeting Planner.
1: Kaz Mooney's Budgeting Planner. It's a free <laughs> voiceover for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Professional. <laughs> Don't, tell <laughs> Don't tell my agent. Actually, <laughs> she's lovely. Right.
2: I'll, I'll clip that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, the book. Uh, th- th- wh- why'd you do it? How are you finding it? What's the reaction been like? Which I know, it's been phenomenal in your own words.
2: Yeah, I suppose to have it all in one place because on my pages, I really cut down each point into a very small one minute video. Mm. Um, So it's amazing to have everything in one place so that people can refer back as often as they want and then actually write in each budget. Um, It just means it's all in one place in one book. And easy to use.
1: Very good. Excellent. That's brilliant. That that really is brilliant. And when is
2: that out? It's already out. <laughs>
1: brilliant uh, listen Kaz I just want to say a massive thank you for your time thanks for everything you're doing for everybody as well uh, from a budgeting point of view because it's just top class and, mm-hmm. I know, and I do really know that you've changed so many people's lives and helped so many people when it comes to their, to, to their budgeting skills um, and their overall money as well and, and it's great to collab with somebody like this from a, from, yeah. a, from a financial planning point of view to a budget point of view because they really do sit so well together yeah. so yeah. Uh, thanks for being in the studio with us today it's Really, really enjoyed the chat thanks, thanks so, so
2: much,
0: so much. Kaz, and congratulations as well
2: thank you
1: Thanks for listening to the Two Pauls on the Pod podcast. If you've liked what you've heard today, please don't forget to subscribe to more episodes.
0: We'd love to hear from our listeners. So if you have any financial questions or if you have feedback from the show, just go to askpaul.ie or check out Paul's Instagram account
1: on Ask Paul. And don't forget you can find Paul Reid on Paulo Rito on Instagram. Thanks, Paul.